0: welcome to my podcast big lessons from a small island I am Sophia Robinson and I'm an author a blogger and a coach I write about life lessons my experiences and my philosophy on life sprinkled with fun humor and big love from a small island my mission is to inspire you to embrace every part of your story and to try something new welcome back to my podcast big lessons from a small island If you haven't already done so, I would love it if you could leave a rating and a review as well as hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode of this first season. Today is lesson nine and it's all about the lessons I learned through the self-publishing process for my first book. These are great if you're a writer at heart and you feel as if there's a book inside of you. And if this is you, I have something really special on offer that you'll hear about towards the end of this episode. If there's one lesson from the last decade that should have been obvious to me but wasn't is what a difference a decade makes. Sometimes I feel like time is flying so fast and not much is changing apart from the heights of my nephew and my godchildren. In hindsight, a lot has happened in the past 10 years, many of them things I had never imagined. And one of the things I was most proud of was ending the decade as a published author. Taking that journey taught me so many things about myself, some good, some bad, some ugly. And some of them definitely ranked as some of the lessons of the decade. So to wrap up my lessons learned in the decade mini-series, I'm going to shine a light on some of the lessons I learned through publishing my book, and lastly, which will be my next episode, from making writing a part of my daily life. I have written about some of the lessons when I wrote about finishing what I started, back in episode one lesson one so today i'm going to share some of the larger lessons i learned overall while i speak a bit about the journey so many people have asked me this in various formats and i want to talk about my personal experience today hopefully you will hear something in this for yourself I should say that prior to starting writing this book, I had never heard much about self-publishing, and indeed, I had no idea what I was going to do when I had written the book. I just knew that I needed to start writing, and that brings me to lesson one. It starts with writing. This may sound like a simple lesson, but sometimes those are the hardest to learn. In fact, every day I speak to people who want to start writing projects, blogs, write a book, a short story or a poem, even social media posts. So many of them are worried about hosting, fonts and cover design algorithms before they have even written a word. I definitely went through this stage before starting my blog and I am so familiar with it. I know that for me, what I thought was a resistance to tech was actually a resistance to writing, born out of fear. Fear that my words would not be good enough, Fear about not being a good writer or memories of being bad at English when at school. Fear about not knowing enough to write a whole book or not being expert enough. Or fears about who would want to read my story and what if no one reads it at all? Or what if everyone hates it? For me, I had many of those fears. But I also knew that if I was going to come any of those fears, I would first have to write. I started with a blog, and I'd written several posts before I clicked publish, several more before I shared any, and several more still before I was ready to write the book. And I spoke about that more when I talked about lowering the stakes. To me, however, the lesson was clear. I needed to start writing. For me, the process of writing didn't necessarily make the fear go away, but instead made me aware that it was fear causing the resistance and not a lack of talent or people to read my story or being bad at tech. And once I knew that, I was able to keep myself writing with a little help from my friends. Which brings me to my next lesson, keep good company. I always had an image of writing as being a solitary experience, sitting alone in front of my typewriter, and yes, that is how long I've been thinking about it. With a glass of scotch or apple juice. Actually, when I first started thinking about it, it was probably probably apple juice, and now it still is because I don't like scotch. However, I have repeatedly found that writing is a team sport, and it has been most invaluable to me to have my support around me. Having other writers to cheer me on and friends to encourage me were two of the biggest ways that I was able to overcome the fear and write anyway. And teaming up with professionals as I went through the self-publishing process kept me sane and on track. I don't think I could have completed the book without the support. And if you're thinking of writing, then the best suggestion I can give you is ask for help and ask someone who would be supportive and who would move you forward in your writing. I actually have a free Facebook community that does, that does just that. And I have a special offer for anyone who wants to go even deeper into that process at the end of this episode. Speaking of moving forward, this brings me to lesson number three. Don't look back. This took practice. I had to learn to write forward and to not look back, not to edit myself as I wrote, not to reread what I wrote. Whenever I look back, I would get caught up in the wrong grammar, in second guessing myself, in criticizing my writing and trying to make it perfect. I had to continuously remind myself to move forward and I had to remember that it wasn't going to be perfect, especially not the first draft. And it would all come together in the end. And that if I tried to second guess before that happened, I might never make it to the end. I had to keep moving forward, regardless of the advice I was getting from others about knowing my target audience and what her shoe size was before I wrote a word. Because in truth, that is not how my process worked. And this brings me to my next lesson. Know what you need and what you don't, and don't let anyone tell you different. Different people have different ways of approaching a project like this. Some people need to know the ins and the outs of the project from start to finish in order to get anything done. And actually, I'm usually that person when I'm doing other things. But I learned that when I'm writing, I need to step forward into the dark without necessarily knowing the next step. As I moved through the self-publishing process, I realized that knowing everything that needed to be done would have been too overwhelming for me, and I don't know if I would have been able to write while thinking about the trim size and the font and how big I wanted the margins. For me, this was a lesson in trusting what I knew I needed and sticking to my guns. There were so many people who told me that I shouldn't even start the book before I decided who was my audience, what my beyond-the-book plan was going to be. But for me, I just needed to write and to step into the dark and to trust that it would come together as it did and in ways that I could not even imagine. The truth is that if I had spent too much time overthinking, I would not have finished the book or experienced so much of the magic that occurred as I published and the right people showed up at the right time. Even though I'm not normally the trust and believe person, I found that this was exactly the strategy I needed to complete the project. It reminded me that as people, we need to take different approaches in different areas of our lives. It reminded me that there is no one way. And this brings me to my next lesson, which is number five. There is no wrong way to write a book. There's so much advice out there about writing and publishing a book and most of the people who give it are absolutely right about how it worked for them. I had to learn that there was no wrong choice and it was about what was right for me. Many people I have spoken to have different processes, but this is a case where all roads can lead home if you let them. I had to learn to let go of what I thought it should be like and let the book be exactly what it wanted to be. And in doing so, I was eventually able to finish it. This brings me to my last lesson. I can do it. The biggest lesson I learned is that I can finish a book. And that was probably the most valuable lesson of all. It was the confidence I needed to ignore the voices that told me I couldn't do it and which still surface as I write. And that knowledge that I could finish a book if I did it my way was what I needed as I moved forward and finished a few books since then. Even though I have not gone through the process of self-publishing again, I know that I can do that too, even if I don't quite want to do it again for the moment. Instead, I have had the pleasure of understanding my own process, and now I try to encourage other writers as they embark on their journeys. This is only half of the story. My final lesson, lesson number 10, will be also about lessons I learned through writing, but these were more about the writing itself and how what I learned as I made it a part of my daily life. In the meantime, I have stepped into a new decade feeling called to support others who are sharing their story as well as to write and share more widely and I have been doing just that. And this actually brings me to my latest offering which I have created for those of you who feel as if you have a book inside of you so if you're a writer at heart and you feel that you have a book inside of you that you want to bring into the world then you should definitely consider joining my write your way live course this is for you if you believe that there's a book inside of you that you want to bring into the world if you want to increase your visibility through your writing get more readers and speak to your audience in a way that captures their attention Or if you want to write a book or a blog for your business, this is even for you if you want to write a novel or a memoir so that you can share your own personal stories. If you're worried that there's only one way to write and it isn't the way that feels good to you and you are ready to get those projects out of your head and onto paper or obviously your laptop, phone, tablet, wherever, then I have just the thing for you. I'm going to be running my live course, Write Your Way, and it's starting on April the 20th. This will be one month of writing, coaching, and community as you get those ideas out of your head and you begin to craft the stories that you have been dreaming about. Writing can feel like such a solitary experience. And as I mentioned, the factors that helped me the most to write those books and self-publish was a community of other writers coaching from an experienced author and building a habit of writing my way. And now I want to offer that to you. Remember, there is no wrong way to write your story. Over the four weeks, there are gonna be two one-on-one coaching and strategy sessions that we use to identify your writing style and map out a plan for your book or blog and a strategy for consistent writing. There will also be two 90-minute group coaching calls for teaching and support and a private Facebook community. And these things will also be coming out via email if you don't want to spend too much time on social media. And I will also read up to 10,000 words of your manuscript or four blog posts and give you some feedback, even up to a month after the course has finished. So if you're ready to put in the work, you could walk away with a strong writing habit, a partially or even completely written manuscript, depending on how fast you write and how long it is and your blog posts, and you will also gain some deep connections with fellow writers. Um, I'm keeping the group intimate, so it's really six spaces available. And if you want to know more about it, you can check out www.39andcounting.com slash live course. And if you go there, all the information is there. You can actually sign up for the course there if you want. Um, If you want a little bit more information, you can email me at 39 blog at gmail.com. All right, guys, we are almost there, season one. I hope you've been enjoying it so far, and I would love to hear from you as always. And check out that course if you want to start writing your way. And I send you big love from a small island.